Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. This <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. So here we go again. Unbelievable. We must be stopped. We're like that, one of those movies where the creature just keeps getting back up. You think, oh, he's dead now. Right. Nope. Nope. There back he goes up, again. Back up again. Uh, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm yeah. a little little tired. and Post-holidays and everything. Yeah. Well, tired, seems, cranky. It seems to have a long, long build-up, and then all of a sudden, bam, it's over with, before you knew it. Right, which is why people suffer from those post-holiday blues. Well, there's really nothing real to look thing. forward to. Nothing, nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. At least until the Super Bowl rolls around. Right. We hope it rolls around Seattle, but yeah. we'll, we'll see how that all turns out. Um, gee, I, oh, I'm just back from a comedy show that I did... Uh, the other night, yeah. down, in, down in the beautiful town of Auburn. At the Auburn Theater. With Brooks Macbeth and John Keister, and as Brooks Macbeth says, uh, I see a lot of women out there with auburn hair, and I don't mean the color. <laughs> yeah. That's very, very clever. Yeah. But, uh, so he, um, he Brooks, well, I've, I did my set, and, and I asked the, the woman that was in, inter, introducing everybody to... Uh, Introduced me, and then, and then I wouldn't come out, and then, so she had to do it three times, and then I finally I do walk out from the other side, tim- and timidly, meekly come to the microphone and tell the audience, it is very hard to come out like this. I've been wanting to do it for a long time, but it uh, takes a lot of courage. Uh, but you guys are so great about it, and you're so welcoming and supportive, and I thank you very much for that. So. <laughs> very nice. I see that uh, Robin Roberts has, as they say, come out. Yeah. Uh, she's, uh, and she thanked, She wanted to thank her partner. Yeah, she actually did it on Facebook, so it wasn't oh. a big... It hasn't been on Good Morning America. It wasn't a yet. big, I have something that I want to tell all of you people, which I kind of admire that she didn't make a big fuss about it. She she came out simply by acknowledging her girlfriend. Well, um, you got to time these things too, you know. I mean, uh, why? What do you mean? So it'll be cooler, you know. If you're a celebrity, you don't want to do it the same day that uh, you know Ellen does it, or the same day that um, George Clooney does it, or or the the CNN guy, or right, whatever. right, you know, right, wanna, right. You want right. to make sure you you, you don't want to get lost in the mix. So all she wrote on her Facebook page was. I'm grateful for my entire family, my longtime girlfriend, Amber, and friends as we prepare to celebrate a glorious new year together. So, 
just her long time. I have long time girlfriends. Yeah. Your wife is a, one of my long time girlfriends. Really? So maybe people are, are assuming something that's really not. Oh, I see what you're saying. Happening yeah, here. Yeah. Well, that could be. She didn't say my long time gay girlfriend, Amber. My, my life partner. My life partner. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, my lesbian lover. Yeah. Well, uh, those sort of things. But well, I, uh, anyway, I. But it, yeah, she's she she came out, and I I just I admire that it was it was subtle and and uh, there didn't have to be a big come this whole coming out thing the yeah. term coming out. Well, it, it's uh, it's kind of a shortened coming out of the closet is is what it is. But, I understand yeah, where it comes from. I know, but it's but stupid. It's just stupid to me. It is. Stupid I mean, I don't to come me. out because I'm a heterosexual. Right. Yeah. It just why do you have to? Who cares? Yeah, you know? that, why do you have to announce it? Right. At and what point is that important to anybody but you and your and your partner? Right. The phrase coming out suggests that it is something that is shameful. Right. And, and I understand That's that right. it used to be. Of course, it, it was something that you know people felt shame about, and they probably still do at this point. But there's got to be a better terminology than coming out. Um, as though that were some sort of well, grave move. Well, I know my dad. Uh, he, you, you know, he was of the generation, and I remember his nose getting bent out of joint at the as he said, "Those, those, um, those homosexual people have appropriated and ruined the word gay, which was a perfectly <laughs> fine word in uh, songs like you know, or gay apparel and all of that." <laughs> Gay Divorcee was a movie that I really liked, and then they ruined the word. This great Cole Porter song is from that movie. Uh, Cole Porter himself was gay. Like the beat, beat, beat of the tom-tom When the jungle shadows fall Like the tick, tick, tock of a stately clock As it stands against the wall like the drip, drip, drip of the raindrops When the summer shower is through So a voice within me keeps repeating You, 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 night and day You are the one Yeah, it's ruined. Yeah, I can't sure. use that anymore. That's Shoot. Yeah. Well, and remember the big dust-up um, Hallmark had a um, either an ornament uh, or I, I can't remember what it was that came out where they said, now we don they took out the word gay. Or happy apparel we, or something. Now we don our something apparel. Huge backlash. Really? Against they Hallmark. Took they took it out. Yeah, because they thought there would be a huge backlash right. if they didn't they, take it out. Well, I it's suppose. just gay apparel is like your dad said yeah it's happy yeah why would hallmark why would you do that or why didn't they just avoid it altogether? right you know, pick another if, song if you're that worried about it just don't don't use that pick that another song. song hey by the way thank you for the the uh, ornament that you gave me uh for the holidays Are you... it was very nice <laughs> and uh maybe I'll, I'll try to if, if I if, if, you, if you write it down here, I'll try to remember to take a picture of it. Okay. You think we could put it on our? It's our website. Okay. We can do whatever yeah. we want. Yeah. 
Take a picture. I know that's hard down. to remember. Take a coming photo. from where we just came from. Take a photo of ornament. Now, I probably won't remember. Yeah, I'll remember. I'll remember because when I produce this episode, I'll say, "Oh, that's right. I got to yeah. take a picture." Yeah. You liked it. Yes, <laughs> it, it, it's prominent on our tree. We put it so everybody can see it. It is is what is from a what they call a pornament, right? Pornaments dot com. Pornaments and that's probably one of the less. That's probably one of the safer ornaments they yeah. have on there. Have you gone on to look at any? No, of them? I didn't. But I, oh, the one yeah. you the one you gave us shows uh, a lady reindeer getting stooped by uh, a, da- a, man, a man reindeer. <laughs> From from the back. Well, that's yeah. how reindeers do it. I, I, I guess. But I've it's never done seen. in that very cool old world Christmas glass. Yeah. Which... And, and they're both wearing Santa outfits yeah. and the, hers is lifted up a little bit. <laughs> and and you know, there's not many people I could give that sort of a gift to. And when I saw... Is it, was it one of those that you said, I, as soon as I saw it, I had to give it to Cashman? Well, yeah. you're You and Patty are... Two people that I don't ever fear being risque or, or you know, inappropriate around. Yeah. And well, so, uh, let me ask you this: Have you? Uh, are, are there times when you've gone overboard with somebody and they've wound up being offended? I I know, and and I probably err on the side of probably being a little more cautious about that. So I, I could probably push the envelope with some people, but I mean, I wouldn't be giving my aunt that ornament. Yeah. <laughs> She would be like, "Oh my goodness! What are they doing? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Why she aren't they have... facing each other and having a conversation? What's going on?" She wouldn't appreciate that at all. Yeah, I guess, yeah. But I, uh, I, I, I'm way a lot different than when you first met me twenty years ago. I, I don't the things I would say on the radio would be so tame. Uh, we try to be funny, but I, I was really conscious that mm-hmm. you know. There are people in cars driving their kids to school. Right. And uh, if we want people to listen to our show, it's got to be more uh, something for everybody. Right. Yeah. And uh, G rated PG. Yeah. It's probably PG. Yeah. But, uh, you know. And that's the very thing that got you kicked off the air. That's right. Eventually. That's right. They said uh, that our show was too family and and woman friendly. friendly. Which, which and is a bad thing. A bad thing, apparently, yeah. Too bad. No, the, our radio station is not for families. <laughs> and it's not for women. I remember when you came out, the day we got fired and you came out to my car. This still sticks with me. I was still in shock. Yeah, I remember. You were kind of weepy out there. We yeah. just sat, we sat in that car for a long time Yeah, there, and you yeah. said to me, I wish I'd... I wish I'd said tits more. <laughs> I said that to you. Yes, you did, which made me laugh. Now I can't stop saying it. I yeah, know. Look just... at where you've, how far you've come. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> it, it all just is such silliness. And the fact of the matter is, Lisa, uh, if we had done, if we had done that, we would probably still be. Well, I don't know if we would be or not, but. Uh, you know, it would have been easy to, to save our jobs right. if we wanted to go that direction. It but just didn't. I, ever, I just, it, it didn't occur to me that first of all, I only knew you one way. I didn't know if you even had the ability to do that. You didn't that. know that. You didn't that know the deep, other way. That deep down, you were you loved to work blue. Oh yeah, sure. No, I didn't know that, and I didn't want that either. I liked being entertaining and topical and fun without relying on what was emerging in the industry as shock radio yeah and being a shock jock 
Yeah, I mean, I I I think Howard Stern is really funny, and the stuff's great. absolutely. But so, but that is, but it's not. That's not what makes him funny to well, me. I mean, he's he can do. He's just funny. He's, but he's he, also he looks at the world. The first yeah. to say that that's not who he is. Really, that is all just a show. Yeah, it's that's, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. It's a show. So, and uh, ours was a different kind of show. Right, we were just being ourselves. It was an unsuccessful kind of show. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. That's all right. Anyway, uh, at this comedy. Uh, outing that we did on at Auburn last week, uh, I think I was just starting to tell you that uh, Brooks Macbeth was talking about how, you know, good friends come out and they support you, good friends like Pat Cashman, good friends like John Keister. But, you know, when they get big and they get they get haul Hollywood on you, then they won't come and help you out. I'm talking about Joel McHale. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> On the NBC show Community, Mr. Uh, the Soup Guy, Mr. Makes Movies Guy, Mr. All That. He's just a jackass and a jerk. And he's just a... I just can't stand him, and so there will no be, be no surprise guest here tonight because he's too important, apparently, to bother getting off his fat behind and coming out here. And just about that time, Joel McHale comes running out on of the course, stage. Of course. Great setup. He, get, he gets Brooks down on the stage. And just starts pounding on, <laughs> and he's not pulling his punches. He's really whack, really? whapping him pretty hard. And he grabs the mic away from him, and he just goes into this string of, of expletive-ridden uh, stuff that's really funny. Uh, he says, "You, you give me all the way down here to Auburn. Where next, Tacoma?" And he just. Just hammering away. <laughs> Pat Cashman shows up and he's wearing a leather vest. What is this, Duck Dynasty? <laughs> he's just pounding on. Finally lets him up and leaves the stage. And of course the audience is a big surprise and they're just loving it. He leaves the stage. Brooks gets back up and goes, Wow, God, what a jerk. I told you he was a jerk. <laughs> Joel comes right back out again, starts it all over again. Does about He does about one more, I think, uh, and then he leaves and comes one more time, comes out and dumps an entire bottle of water all over Brooks's head. <laughs> and you could tell by then Brooks is, was not thinking this is very funny. Oh, he, oh so this now. wasn't scripted. No. He, the idea was that Joel was just going to come out. And kinda, do the one thing. Kind of wave to the crowd. Maybe, oh, maybe kick God. Maybe kick Brooks in the butt and leave. Right. Instead, he goes off on like a wild man. And That's awesome, though. Yeah, it was great. It was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> it, just had a, it was a gut buster. I don't know if Brooks survived. I haven't. I haven't you haven't checked on him at all. No, I haven't. <laughs> oh well, no. I'm sure he'll be fine. But uh, we we are hopeful that Joel is coming back uh, in the springtime, and we'll hope to get him on our 206 show, and maybe we can we can snag him for uh, an interview for this podcast. He's too, too big for that. Yeah, he's too big. And he's I, besides, I don't want him that. pounded on me too. I'm dumping <laughs> yeah, water right. on you. Can't have. I that. don't mind if he pounds on me. Oh, okay. Well, I'll let him know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> she really would like it if you would. Actually, I would specifically it. requested it. So I go. I take him to his parents' house. Joel, uh, Joel Mikhail? and uh, oh, you're his his driver now. I, I was his ride. He mm. taxied there to Auburn, but then he did have a car. So, and where's it? Where do where do his parents live? On uh, specifically Mercer Island. Oh, okay. Area. And so, um, so I he says, "Come on in." I said, "Oh, well, you should go with now." There, I think everybody's still up, so we go in. His kids are not, are out on the couch. His two boys, and uh, they're kind of waking up a little bit. And Joel goes, "Hey, boys, um, meet and say hello to Pat Cashman. He's a friend of mine." And they, come on, come on, say say hi to him. I don't want, I don't want to hurt him any time. 
And then they pick up their toys and lumber downstairs. Never say a word. Joel says, they're great kids, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> but they were asleep. He just woke them up. Aww. It was fun. Uh, so, um, this uh, something reminded me of this. We uh, had a bunch of, uh, we had some friends that had three kids with them. And then our two grandkids came to the house. So we had five screaming kids running around this house. Were they teenagers? Um, screaming teenagers? No, the oldest one is eight. Oh, so they're little, all of them little kids. Yeah, eight on down. Okay. And just packed with energy. Just, and and sugar. And, oh, God, yeah. They, <laughs> I bought this, I'll buy this little thing of Oreos. They'll, they'll like what that. The, what were you thinking? Well, they ate all those right away. And then they, we, yeah, I had a bunch of chips out. They ate all of those. Uh, we had Ritz How? crackers. They ate all of those. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? How long were they here for? Just the, the less than 24 hours, but it seemed like it was a month. They spent the night. Yeah, they spent the oh night. Oh, my gosh. And so then the, uh, the kids are finally all down. They're some of them in sleeping bags. Some are in, uh, you know, all, they're scattered all over the house. And uh, and then uh, the, the the grandma of the, of the three kids comes downstairs and says, uh, do you have any, like, uh, carpet cleaner oh. uh, stuff? Oh, no. So what What happened? Um, well, I'll just give him the name of Larry. Uh, little Larry, uh, he, um, well, he just crapped his pants, and um, it's all over the carpet. <laughs> so he basically didn't crap his pants, he crapped your carpet. Yeah, he crapped his pajamas is what he did. Oh, yeah. poor little guy. Yeah, and so so I said, give her stuff that we'd go clean it up, and it's, uh, you know, it's horrible. And I'm no help because... Uh, oh, you offered to join... See, I would have just handed it to her. That's basically what I did because I would be no help because on those rare occasions when one of my dogs... Craps uh, the carpet. Or they don't do that, but in the, we put them in crates at night. And uh, so sometimes in the morning, maybe two, three times a year, I'll go out there and my, my nose knows what's going on before the rest of my, my like my eyeballs do. Oh no. Oh no. And it always seems like it's the worst day. As if there would be a perfect day for it. Oh, look, they crapped in their crate. What a great day for this. I'm not doing anything else anyway. But no, it's... Like I'm in a hurry. That's in the morning. I gotta, I gotta get to a meeting. I'll go let the dogs out in this. Oh no! Oh God! Please don't let this be today. Not today. And I get out there, and this woeful-looking face is always looking Aww. out at me. And, and so, I, I just feel bad for him. So I let them out, and then the cleanup process takes me a good long time. I can't do it all at once. I can do just a little bit at a time, and then I go, <laughs> and I got to get headed to another room, kind of get my head back together again. Okay. Oh. And then I go run back in there, do a little bit more, a little dab more, and then back, and then I got to get back. And so it takes me forever to get this job done because I can't, yeah. it's just, that cleanup's too hard. I do it all at once. I just suffer through it because I don't want to extend it. You're you're looking at this the No, but the, but I'm, I'm afraid if I did try to do it all at once, I'd be dealing with some other bodily yeah, well, fluid of my own. That's, 
Yeah, you you need to man up. I, I I know, I know, I do. I'm I'm really so. Had, I, I've always been like Mr. Erpy. Uh, just <laughs> so, how did you deal with? So you actually helped clean up little Larry? No, no, no. no oh, I you didn't. just handed her the no, stuff. No, because I knew I would be no help. Right. Okay. Yeah, well, that was smart would, then. I'd be leaving the room and coming back and leaving. The, well, just stay here and help me, would you? No, I I, I thought of something I have to do. So. I'd be coming and going all the time. It was better she did it herself. Poor little Larry. How old was the little Larry? Uh, he'd be about uh, uh, six. Oh. Yeah, first Do you think grader. it was all the crap you fed him? I, I don't know. Or was know. he scared or what happened? I I, I think, was, oh yeah, it was all the stuff he ate for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. We had a lasagna. <laughs> I wouldn't like cleaning up lasagna <laughs> poo. I don't I think that just think cleaning up lasagna insane. by itself would be bad enough. I know. Yeah. That's very true. Oh uh, boy. So uh, she was telling me the the grandma was telling me a story about him that she was walking him home from school one day, you know, several blocks. And uh, and he said he said, "Hey grandma." Yes. I I have to go poo poo. And she goes, "Okay, well we're, we'll we'll be home soon." Uh, I gotta go pretty bad. Okay, how, like on ten, like a scale of ten, how bad? Uh, it's like an eight. <laughs> okay, well, well we'll make it. We'll make it. And then they're walking, walking along, and then pretty soon. Hey, Grandma. Yes. It's it's a nine. It's a nine now. Okay, well we're we're getting close. You, you you have to go really. It's a ten now. It's a ten. Okay, <laughs> so she said. Well, so she said. Let's go. They're in a park by then. He said. Perfect. I, I, yeah. And so she said. Okay. Let's go go. Just go on by that tree there. And go, no, that's my favorite tree. I don't want to go oh. there. And so they have to wait and go till they get to the next tree. And he that he says that that'll be the spot to do it. Right. Drops trow and Poops does right this in the thing park. right in the public park in the daytime. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to end the story with him saying, well, it's now a one. Yeah. Back to one. It's now. back to one because yeah. I just decided to go. Uh, I remember I remember stuff like that when I was a little kid. I can remember, of all the things in your life, you know, you, there's so much, we forget most of it, but some childhood memories, you just, they've just come popping out. And two of mine, I'm sorry to say, revolve around... Uh, that act, yeah. Well, because it's, it's always traumatic. It you know? sure it is. It's um, it it's something that you. There's probably a lot of shame that goes along with that. And yeah, I remember running home from the neighborhood kid's house, and I'm running, and I'm and it's it's really urgent, and I don't make it. Yeah. I did the same thing on my bike. I was riding bikes, and I. All of a sudden, I'm like, guys, I gotta go home. And I remember not even sitting on the seat. I had to stand on the pedals. Yeah. Because it's in the. But maybe sitting on the seat would have been good. It would have no, formed it a cork. <laughs> no, then it would have swooshed out the sides. <laughs> oh. Was... I went. Oh. Man. <clears throat> That's yeah. funny. But it, it is funny that you <clears throat> remember stuff like that and don't remember so many other nice moments you know and all that stuff it's those moments of terror and horror right because they're so prominent i remember the neighbor kids um they were older there were some older kids in the family as well as ones my age and i was i I said you guys can i go to the bathroom please okay but we have to tell you something 
um, there are, are snakes in the toilet. Kids so are just, so just mean. Watch and I believe, of course, I believed. Of course. It. And that's what led to me saying, "Okay, maybe I'll go home." And that's what led me to run home. So it's their and not fault. make it in time. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. their fault. Kind of their fault. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So that's all I got. Uh, what What do you got? Um, oh, you know what? No, this is anyway. I was getting around to telling this. So the kids finally leave, and and as they're going down the driveway with with the grandparents, my wife and I do this all the time when a guest leaves that we're so happy to see leave <laughs> that we, when they get we think out of earshot we'll go <laughs> so years ago my mom had come to visit um i think we had her on the radio show too yes. and she'd been but she was with us for several days and i love my mom of course but um you know, like get every, it's kind of nice to kind of get your house and life Absolutely. back to normal again. There's guests nothing are, wrong with guests that. Guests are nice to have, but yeah. it is nice to have them go. It is. It is. And so, I'm always hyper aware of that as a guest. Yeah, I am too. I don't. You don't want to be the last one to leave a party. You don't want to be the last one to yeah leave. A, you know, if you're over for a Thanksgiving dinner or something right. like that, shouldn't be the first either. You got to figure that out. Well, I'm all. Yeah, no. I I'll, I'm always first when it's dinner. Well, that's it, that just makes sense. Get it done and head out the door. Yeah, and so you can go out in the bushes and right. in case you can't make it home in time. Right. Uh, so we let my mom off at the airport and uh, get her suitcase out and everything. See ya. I think. See you soon. We'll be we'll be we in touch. Talk to you soon on the phone. Okay. On the little like curbside. Out on the curbside. Yeah, at the drop off spot. Well, you know, as you go into the airport, those. Yes. Doors open automatically. Right. And close automatically right. behind you. So my mom has wheeled in into the into the uh, door of the place and it opens and she goes in and it's just closing and just when it closes we both go <laughs> But in the middle of our yeehaw, the door opens back up. And, oh no! And my mom hears the thing that looks back towards us, and then just keeps going. Oh! <laughs> like, oh no! Oh, I hope she. But I, she never said anything about it later. I'm not sure she knows what she heard. She just heard something. And thought, right. Yeah. She yeah. probably didn't. So if you do that, boys and girls, with your guests, make sure. They're well out of sight. That's right. And sound. Before you before start you celebrating. Say, Yee-haw! <laughs> 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 so, so you had a lot of folks over for the holidays? Not a lot. But, in and out? Yeah. Guests in and out? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a funny thing. when, And I know you, you haven't been a parent, at least that you can remember. Right. But when your parents... Um, you can, this stuff is, it's just what happens every day, every moment. You know, there's always a little chaos going on. Somebody needs to be, their diaper changed to somebody's hungry and wants a snack. And it's just part of, part of life and right. parents and kids. But when you're, when your kids have now left the nest and now you're just the two of you together, by the time you get to be a grandparent, we have a couple of little grandkids, um, it, it, it Everything's changed. You can't handle it as well. So you're saying that your your tolerance is way way lower. Oh, it, it's way lower. Yeah. yeah. And and the things that you used to find kind of cute, 
no. might be cute, but some of the things that used to be cute aren't cute now right. anymore. Because right. in other words, all the chaos that the the rooms are destroyed and there's stuff strewn everywhere. Yeah, uh, it's um, yeah, it's just uh, it, it it was part of uh, parenthood, but it's it, but not, when it's grandparenthood, it just is like uh, oh man. What time is it? Yeah, it's exhausting. I, I can't believe that this. I think my clock has stopped. What's going, <laughs> uh, honey? Yes. When when did they say they they were coming? I mean, the parents went. Are uh, they on their way to come get the children? Yeah, are they on the way? Well, they just dropped them off. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, still, I'd like to know that you know maybe they were coming sooner than later. It'd be kind of nice. Hey, you know, at the end of the uh, year. Which this is. Yes. Uh, you, we can no longer get those 40 and 60 watt incandescent bulbs. I anymore. know. I tried to warn you about this last year. Yeah. Well, I wish did you'd you warned me earlier because I wanted to get out and load up on them babies. I did warn you. What did I just say? Well, I and then you that... just said to me, I wish you'd warned me. Er I warned you last year. Back in 2007, unbeknownst to most Americans, Congress passed a law phasing out regular incandescent light bulbs. President George W. Bush signed the bill and the phase out starts next January. I wish this guy was a better singer because he sums up my feelings precisely. Like yesterday, we used to rock the show. I flipped the switch, you rock the glow. So far from being only luminescent, notoriously incandescent. But looks ain't always what you seem to be. Congress taking you away from me. New bulb costs like ten times more. Need a hazmat crew when it hits the floor. Right on, brother. Can't wait to see what they look like in my vanity. Ridiculous night they took my friend. Try to black it out, but it plays again. Changes what I need to make. I'm getting salmonella from my easy bake. Give anything to hear happy breath. I know you're still living your Every life after death. Sing, Why can't he sing? Damn it. Every time I breathe. Oh, come on, man. Every time I breathe. Exposed mercury. I've been missing you. Oh, gee, that's right. Yeah. That's right. It's kind of hard, but you're not around. New bulb warms up like a half an hour. Us as we pray for you every day we pray for you yeah. till the day we meet again yep. in the dark is where i'm reading friends anything to hear happy breath i'm not still living your life happy sing breath. it out please don't attempt it please yeah I gotta kill the messenger here. How can government tell me what I can put in my life right? Just lamp. This is why they gotta regulate YouTube. And why I can't own a gun. What I thought was that um, they were gonna continue to sell them. They just weren't gonna continue to manufacture them, but all of those millions of bulbs and and so then i reassured myself i noticed i went into lowe's oh look they still have the incandescent bulbs here yes oh so i'm not worried they still have them oh so you didn't buy any so i didn't get the idea that it was the those higher wattage bulbs that went out the window last year and now it's all the rest of them that's right that go away that's right you can't get a hundred watt incandescent bulb at all, but or or the forty or sixty. Now, now the forties and sixties are going. Yeah, see. Except on eBay. Have you checked eBay? Hmm. 
No, I haven't. Well, you'll pay $20,000 yeah, yeah. for a 100-watt incandescent. That's the only reason Why you should... Why are you so married to the incandescent bulb? I'm not married to it. We're just living together. Why? It's, it's sentiment. You know it's... We've always had them. I mean, you know... Oh, my God. You sound like an old fogey well, when you say Well, they're that. handy. I like them. We've I like always the, had them. You they're... turn them on, and they're, they're at their full-strength light. You don't have to sit around and wait. Oh, this will let it warm up. Yeah, because waiting a, a hundredth of a millisecond is... It's not it, that. It's, it's a an, long it's time. It's an eternity. I'll go turn these lights off. and No, know, I know what I'll you mean. You it is sort of annoying. that, and, and That's just how you'll get used to it, where you flick the switch and it... Ah, now it comes on. That's yeah. just how it goes. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. And they're ugly. Well, this curly cue thing, it looks oh, like Oh, no, crap. no, no. You can get um, uncurly cued that actually have a, a, more, yeah. a more conventional bulb case in it. You need to stop complaining so much and do a little more research before you start your belly aching because there's no. some options out there. No, I, and, I, like to, I like to lead with the belly aching. And and they actually have warmer options because I can see what you mean. Yours are a little um, yeah. harsh. But they have warmer options now. They're expensive, though. These new lights are, are expensive. That's, that's why it's... But they last forever. It, the fix is in. No, it's not in. It's They, they last much... This is a conspiracy, in other words, in is what I'm saying. In the long run, if you, if you do the math, you're going to save money. I was never good at math. I know, me either. But you're, you're going to save money because you won't be changing them as often. So I've got, that's a good thing. I've got this... Uh, as you know, I've got this outbuilding. <coughs> Excuse me. I just called, started smoking in it, this new year. And it's I, called the barn. Yeah, it's kind of a barn. Yeah. And uh, they have it's it's all got it's got fluorescent lights in it. The real long. Yeah, the tube eight, things. I hate those things. Eight footers. I hate those. The they way, scare me. Well, the way the guy put the thing together, they're up. They're way up high. They're like I don't know, thirty feet up. Well, twenty feet up. And and I don't have a ladder that tall, but I could I could barely get up there. If I had the ladder, but then he's got them suspended on, on little chains. So you're not grabbing on something firm. They they they, they swing, swing, and so they're yeah. hard hard to get off, hard to put on. Uh, and and now they're almost all burned out. So I've got to replace them. That is the same thing that's happening in my garage. I have no lights in the garage. Mm-hmm. I've just let them all burn but, out. Well, I'll go. I'll go change your garage lights. You for would? You. Yeah. You know what? You're not going to be able to because you can't get your fingers into the. Oh, I know what. Those long tuby things are a pain in the ass. Yeah, they are. And and I'm afraid they're going to shatter in my face if I torque on them too much. Yeah. So it makes me frightened. And when you're on on a ladder, you can't cut and run. That's the only issue I have. That's with, a good point. That's the only issue I have with doing stuff on a ladder. I want to be able, if it's dangerous, I don't mind if I'm changing an outlet or whatever, but I can cut and run if something something goes down. When you're on a ladder, you're stuck up there. You got to just take it. That's a, that is an excellent point. That's why for my garage <laughs> problem, every time I drive by a rental place or somebody's doing some construction and they have one of those scissor lift things. Yes. I think, man, that's what that's I need. That's what you need. I won't have to stand on a ladder. I'll be standing on a platform. Yeah. And while I can't cut and run, as you say, you can... I, I've got a little space to work with there. Right. I could back away. That's right. Yeah. So you would come take care of my garage light? Because I was going to yeah. hire some scary handyman to do it in the new well, year. You can have a scary me to do it. No, well, I really will do it. You would? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be good practice. You know practice. what we're going to do? It would be good practice. Because once they're changed, Lisa, 
You're going to be good for seven years or more. Well, even if you left them on all the time. Okay. Which you probably won't. We will. I, I'm going to bring um, our recording equipment out, and I'm going to actually. I think what we'll do is we'll, we we will record you uh, changing doing these. that because okay. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Wow. I have eight of them. You have. Are to they change. long ones? Yeah, they're but they're not like yours that are eight foot. What are what is this like four feet? Mm, three feet. Four feet. Four. That's four feet. Okay. Something like that. Okay, well that's you gonna, would? that'll be easy. I mean, okay. See, when when you can grab a bulb on both ends of it. Yes, which, which you which, can. Which you can with a decent wingspan. Right. That's one thing. But these eight footers, you can only work on one side. So I'm afraid, you know, the other end will, will fall down and it'll shatter. And that you, that's dangerous stuff in there. Did you know that? Yeah, it's nasty. You're not supposed to just throw that away. No, it's like gas and yeah. poison. But I did notice, at least out here in, in the county we live in, which is Snohomish, you, uh, if, if you uh, go to the dump or the transfer station, as they call it, they have... Oh, you uh, can bring them you, there. You can t- bring them there, and you don't. You, there, you can put them there for free. Uh, yeah. Will you take my old lights with you? Yeah, I'll take them with me. You will. Yeah. yeah. That's really kind well, of you. Yeah. Well, since they're free, it's easy, you know. Blinded by the lights, wrapped up like a deuce, another owner in the night. Blinded by the lights, wrapped up like a deuce, another. And they'll take. Uh, I had a couple of like an old refrigerator that was no, no good they'll take you know big metal objects and stuff like that and uh, because uh, you think well that's really nice they'll just try, they'll just just throw it there that, that they don't charge you for it but then of course scrap metal is so valuable now that very they're, true they're turning right around it yeah making money on it so although I, I love the dump is not the dumps of today are not what they used to be when you were a kid. Oh yeah, I remember big, the old dumps. That was that I, was a big deal in the when the neighbor guy would go, "Hey, we're going to the dump. Who wants to go?" Oh yes. All the kids would go, and we'd jump in the truck yeah, and go to the dump. Yeah. And you could go into the dump and wait around in it and get crap out yeah, of it. I remember that really well. Yes. I'd go with my dad all the time. <laughs> Uh, and uh, they 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 made um, can't remember the name of the company now, but they made these little plywood planes. You know the little oh, the little kind that you could put together. Balsam, yeah, balsa, little balsa wood balsa planes. Wood. And you'd, you'd throw them. You know, a really popular toy. Maybe uh, maybe they don't make them much anymore. But the, my hometown of Bend, Oregon, was the place where these little planes were made. Huh. And and so I remember on more than one occasion going to the dump, and they. The discarded plywood wings and parts of planes, they just threw them in the dump. Wow. And I, man, I just loaded up on that stuff. It's terrific. <laughs> yeah, I that's a good spare idea. Spare parts for other right. planes that break and stuff. Well, see, you got good stuff. I mean, we'd get crappy stuff like a doll with one eye. Well, I know. You, we know, get that too. Who knows what it was covered with either? I mean, we didn't care. Yeah. And the adults around us didn't seem to think there was any sort of. Um, trouble with the kids picking through the dump yeah which, well, no, nobody seemed to care if you took stuff from the nobody dump. nobody cared if i you think took they would it. care now no wait a minute you can't take that well, out of there first you can't even get into the dump you you'd have, have to, to climb down into that you'd big have to climb down into the big truck container thing. thing yeah but it is really satisfying to throw mm. stuff that'll shatter down into yeah the dump. it feels like, great yeah. it does feel yeah. really good <laughs> especially stuff you've been dragging around for a long time or uh but i do remember that we um the first mattress that my wife and I ever had, it got worn out eventually. And I actually... How romantic. I know, and I, <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. But 
Like, you know, this big old saggy, baggy, stain-filled <laughs> Mattresses can really... They don't age well ever. No. So, But I remember uh, taking it to the dump, and just before I let it go, I got really kind of sentimental about it. Aww. I mean, in a way, you know, I thought, well, you know, I, my kids were with me. I thought, well, you, these kids, yeah. were, you know, they were yeah. conceived here. Right. And I'm throwing this away. You, either of you kids want it? <laughs> no. It's oh, a lot of memories here. No, go ahead. Throw it away. <laughs> it's a stupid thought, but I it's have It's not it. stupid. I've had messy, terrible, heartbreaking breakups, and I can tell you that I've actually gotten a new bed after that breakup because I didn't want to crawl into the bed where I had, you know. No, that makes sense. Yeah, it, it does. It's very psychological. So. Oh, no, yeah. Can't w- wait to figure out what I'm going to throw away this year. Hmm. You never made out in the back seat of your car, did you? Oh, great. That's going to be hard I'm to replace. I'm going to toss that. Difficult touch is going to make it through the night. Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.